All right, guys, what's up? Welcome to um, episode two of Coach's Corner. Um, I'm really excited because today we've got Stephen McCain coming on to talk about nutrition and supplementation and kind of uh, getting the most out of our performance through nutrition and what we eat. Um, but before we go to that, let's just talk a little bit about some gymnastics stuff uh, that's been going on this week. Um, number one, I think the most that's that I'm feeling is that actually today would have been the start of uh, regional championships across the country. So we would all be either getting ready to compete right now or this weekend. Um, and I know that's uh, heavy on my heart. It's probably on most of our hearts. Um, but one thing that I was thinking about, I mean, I, we as, as coaches, we were working to kind of get to this moment. As athletes, we work to get to that moment. We have regionals circled on our calendar as far back as October. Um, but a huge congratulations to coaches and athletes and everybody that's getting doing the most through this adversity and this kind of tough time. We're all stuck at home. But I've seen in the last couple of weeks so many coaches coming up with new ways of training and pulling in, uh, you know, Zoom workouts or FaceTime workouts and and the athletes, the students that are working at home to condition in different ways, um, doing different kinds of training at home and, and different ways of practicing your skills while you're at home is amazing. I've seen so much innovation and hard work these last couple of weeks that really congratulations goes to you guys. Um, super impressed at that. And I was thinking that to keep in mind, this will pass. We will be back to normal soon. We'll be back to training. But the tools that you are that we're building now, these new ways of training at home and new ways of thinking and new ways of researching and studying our sport are going to be huge assets and tools um, for later on, for when we are back to normal. It's just going to be new tools that we've never had before. And so congratulations and keep it up because this is a new level of inspiration to me in terms of um, how the this community is coming together, which is super cool. Um, and then also a big congratulations to UCLA's Kyla Ross, who was named um, 2020's Honda Sports uh, Award this year as the top NCAA gymnast um, of 2020. She's so impressive and so cool to watch um and just a huge congratulations this this girl got uh has an olympic gold 22 perfect tens uh, and 24 all-american honors and uh, so huge congratulations to her and to ucla for that um one more thing is that uh and if you haven't seen it nbc sports is replaying old olympics uh this week and next week so if you're jonesing for some gymnastics on TV, um, there's some cool uh, gymnastics replays of old Olympics. So today and tomorrow is 2012 in London. And then next Monday is next Monday and Tuesday is the return to Beijing, which might be one of my favorites, favorite Olympics between uh, between Sean Johnson and Nastia and the crazy amount of like Chinese bar work. Um, so impressive. So that's a cool one to watch for sure. And then next Friday and Saturday, they're highlighting uh, tons of gymnastics. Uh, next Friday and Saturday is a gymnastics highlight. So with that, and speaking of uh, Olympics and Olympics, I'm excited to get to introduce uh, Stephen McCain to the show. Um, he went to the Sydney Olympics. Uh, he also, this is, I, I'm going to, Stephen, when you come on, I'm going to ask you to tell this story, but I will do the best I can. Um, taught himself gymnastics in the grass, doing back handsprings and backflips because he was such a fan of, of kung fu movies. And then, you know, that transitioned and translated into 13, 13 years on the, the national team. Um, right now, he has become this fitness, this uh, nutrition and fitness guru and has launched a website that is um, kind of pairing our nutritional value with supplements and how to maximize both your health and your athletic performance. And so we're super excited to bring him on. Stephen. How are you? Thanks for having me on. 
I'm, uh, I must say, you just filled me in on everything I need to know in the gymnastics world. So good job. And and you even I'm surprised how much you knew about uh, me. I don't know where you got the uh, the kung fu history from, but uh, that is uh, yeah, that's how I got started. I just could do what those guys did on kung fu movies. <laughs> that's what kids do, right? You know, I mean, that's why. I, if you, I used to go around and I was when I used to coaching guys at first. I used to when I was we were sitting between rotations and. There'd be guys on other teams there, and uh, and I always made this point of asking, like, uh, "Hey, how did you get started in gymnastics?" Because I I loved hearing the answer, and it was nine times out of ten always the same thing. They were climbing the walls of the furniture, and so their parents put them in gymnastics. So that's like here's the test, exactly what I did. Like when I swung on the shaman, it fell out of the ceiling. That's when my mom knew it was time for for some outlet. So. That's, that's, that had, I mean, I like flipped off of the couch when I was younger too. And my mom was like, nope, that's it. You're in, you're in gymnastics now. You're not going to be, you know, taking a tumble off of the couch. Yeah. Thank God for moms. You know, they have such an insight, you know, I mean, my goodness, I can't even imagine my life if my mom wouldn't have put me in gymnastics. Yeah. And was I, was I right on that? 11 years on the national team? Uh, it was, uh. 12, 12 consecutive years on the elite senior national team. Uh, which when I look back on that now, I'm like, wow, I, I, like I never thought of it at the time. And I'm like, that's kind of, uh, wow, that's, that's, that's not an easy feat. You know, I mean, I was trying about this week who, who got more years, uh, than you do. Maybe Blaine that's- Wilson might he, I think he's tied or he's right in, in the pocket with me. Probably if I had to name a, a gymnast, uh, there might be an international, I mean, Jordan Jacha for crying out loud, you know, or, yeah. or, um, you know, uh, who's the, the female vaulter, the, uh, the, uh, what's her name? Oh. He's going for her like eight Olympics. Chusavintia? Yeah. I'd probably Chusa brutalize Chusa Vita, her name. Chusa but... Yeah. Chusa Vita. I just actually just met her. I mean, I've been at competitions with her obviously, but I actually just met her in Orlando and, and I mean, I was like, Irina, cause Irina's like, yeah, she's going to be there. I'm like, I have to like take a picture with her or something like that because what a legend. I mean, is it it's her it gonna be her eighth Olympics? Is that even possible? Like this is every it, time mind boggling. Every time I watch her vault, I'm like, I, I don't I don't know how you're still doing it. It's it just don't ever stop. That model. I think that's how I stayed so long on the national team as I said, don't ever get out of shape. Don't ever yeah. stop. Is you know, like gymnastics, it's like once you get out of shape in gymnastics, you, you really don't, in my opinion, especially when you, you don't want to get back in shape by purely just doing gymnastics. You, you have to like prep all the, the tendons and the ligaments and the helper muscles, you know, before you really start getting that dynamic action going because you're just, it's, it's really hard on the body. So you, you need to keep that like level of adaptation. Yeah. And um, so I, I know we wanted to talk about uh, nutrition and, and your thoughts, and I wanted your you to kind of go through the breakdown of of how you view nutrition. And I wanted to tell you, I was talking to a friend of mine who watched some of your other stuff, and he said you got to ask him about how you re re what nutrition is. Um, well, um, kind of re perspective. I, I honestly like know when you got into uh, and, and kind of realizing that, oh, my God, that is, you know, such a critical part. But I think for most of us, it's like the least exciting thing to have to talk about <laughs> with our with our sport. Like it's uh, OK. So nutrition and like yeah. what I'm going to eat today like that. That's what we're going to talk about. And so what's your what's your take on that? Well, yeah, I mean, my, I guess my, uh, how I got really into nutrition was when I, when I quit gymnastics, uh, I've always been as a kid, I always picked up nutrition books and I would just, I always was enamored by like changing the physiology by food. Um, and so I had tried over the course of like my whole life, like every different type of diet, just, I was just, I don't know, kind of into it, but it was really when I was, and you go from being world class at something to being, I have nothing. 
I have no experience at anything else. You know, I went from being like way up here to not even having any experience in any other field of work. And so for about five years, I floundered around and, and I kind of abused my health. I felt like I really would just, uh, you know, I leaned on the fact that I was in good shape from gymnastics and I started noticing my health deteriorating. And then um, I went and got a blood test and I, it turns out I was like a candidate for heart disease. I had, um, you know, and the doctor was like, well, you know, it's like we don't see too many people like you who are like in good shape and, you know, and once you, once you kind of look under the hood and you see that there's ramifications happening to you based on like your, you know, lifestyle or your, your diet. Uh, for me, it was enough to kind of catapult me into a, a new lifestyle. And then the beauty is, is as I started learning and, um, certain things to make myself here, I just started amazing. Like all of yeah. a sudden I was like, I don't have any more inflammation or joint pain. Like I can work out. I'm recovering. I feel strong. Like my face changed. It got more like chiseled. I lost a lot of like, I, I just felt so much better. And so I just kept doubling down and doubling down and doubling down on, on, on learning this stuff. And so until I got to the point where I looked up and, you know, over a decade had passed and I had practically just read every single thing out there and gotten a certification and, and, um, you know, but the way I look at it is nutrition is kind of a boring word. It's more of an obligation than it is an opportunity, right? You know, I mean, yeah. but to, you know, when, you, when I think of food, I think, you know, food is either an asset or a liability to you. So yeah. you do it every day. You have to do it every day. And so your choices that you make depending on your knowledge and your behavior either make food an asset or they make it a liability. You know, and so any time I get these people that come to me and they'll just like people will refer people to me. I work with a lot of different clients in a lot of different fields and they'll come to me and they'll say, Hey, I, I need to get in shape and I need to lose weight and da, da, da. And, and I always ask them one question. I say, why, why do you want to do this? And because they've gone to 10 other people and 10 other people say, let's just do this and just do that and just do this and that. And no one's really gotten to their values and really kind of, like, like you got to connect the reason you got to connect the nutrition to something valuable to the person. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, does that make sense? And, and so the, the exercise that I, I like to do is I say, okay, first let's redefine nutrition. So what is, you know, if you think about like what would, what would nutrition offer you in your life? Like what, what is the exemplification? How does it, how is it, would it be simplified in your mind? Is it energy? longevity is it health vibrance is it performance like people write those down like what is it what what is the result of it what's yeah. the result and then when they come up with some words you know that really mean something to them I, I i sort of say okay now now we've kind of redefined it from this word nutrition um it's so clinical right it's kind of boring yeah. again to, yeah it's like the know, stuff you yeah, have to do yeah, exactly. You know, instead, what we can do is we can redefine it. And then we can say, okay, now, let's say you redefine it as, you know, health and performance, like I like it. I'm like, man, I want to live in this body. It's the only one I get. I want it to be optimal for the rest of my life. I don't want to ever be limited by my capabilities. I don't want to grow old and not be able to have the stuff that I, you know, like the hard earned body that I work for gymnastics. Like, so how do I, how do I really ground that into who I am? And I asked, I asked him, I say, why do you want such and such? Why do you think that nutrition means to you? Okay. Well, I wanted it for, 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 for performance and I wanted it for health and I wanted it for gymnastics. Okay. Why? Well, it's going to help me in my, it's going to help me in my gymnastics reach my goals. And then I ask him again, why? Well, because, I haven't um, really, you know, felt like I have uh, been able to achieve my potential. And then I ask them again, why? Yeah. Well, what happens if you keep asking somebody why five times, and you, a lot of times when I work with older people, you know, they end up drilling down to the fifth reason is I want to be there for my kids so that I can play with them and be active and not be hindered. And I want to experience life with my kids. Ah, uh, now we've got something powerful, right? It only so, took five, but the fifth was the important one. The fifth one. Yeah. So it's all the five whys, you know, 
And so once they drill down to that and they get to something really powerful, that is a value to them. Their kids mean so much to them, right? So you can link it to that. And yeah. a lot of times it's easier, you know, uh, and for gymnasts, sometimes it's easier because we all have goals as a gymnast, right? right. We all want to, we all want to win states or make an Olympic team or win regionals or really get a scholarship to a good university. And so when we can, we can really go through some of these exercises and it's really just one exercise. Like, you know, why do you want to do this? And, and, and keep, keep redefining it. Why, why, why? Until you get to that thing where something inside of you, you feel it. it, it like changes your emotional state. That's when you got it. And so, you know, for, and then I like to turn that into a power statement, you know? So like, I, I care about nutrition or I care about health and performance because I, because I want to look, feel and perform at my best for the rest of my life. That's my model statement. And then when I yep. face with that donut, you know, I'm faced <laughs> with that donut or that cookies, donut, yep. you know, I, I, I'm not impervious to this. I'm not some right. like, you know, but when I'm faced in those moments, I can, I know my values. No, that doesn't resonate with my values. Right. So I don't know if I, if I kind of summed it up, right. It's a lot easier when you just go through the exercises, you know, but yeah. essentially it's anchoring it. It's redefining it into power words that mean something that's, that's like, ah, yeah, that's what I want. And then asking yourself why you want those power words and then finding that, that real deep reason linking it in there and then making a power statement out of it so that you can live by that value. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say too, um, that, that power word or that idea that this is something that you have in your control that directly affects everything else. Like that's, you have control over because so much of what we deal with it is uncontrollables, right? Like, I mean, we're all on this because of uncontrollables, but how you like, you can kind of be your own scientist in a way that you can play with your nutrition to find out what works, what powers you in a really positive way, right? Exactly. And then what that in what that does for you is it makes you make choices from values and not emotions. Yeah. If, if you don't that donut's the, the emotion. <laughs> that donut is the emotion and, and you know i want that donut and, and, yeah. and i know it because it's, they're like it's been scientifically proven that when you even just walk by a cinnamon that cinnabon in the airport your insulin response you will actually start to secrete insulin as if you ate that so our body reacts physiologically to these foods we're conditioned like pavlov's dog when the bell rings you know we see that cookie and we get a physiological response, right? Yeah, I was going to say it's that mouth-watering uh, sensation, yeah. like where you just go, I, "Now I wasn't hungry before, but now I'm now I'm hungry." Yeah, and yeah. so you know, it's not about being perfect. You're never going to be perfect ever, and you don't even want to try to be perfect because that's a very boring life. And I did that for a long time, and it gets it, it's not good. It doesn't work, you know. And and I always try to tell people you want to aim for eighty-five percent. 85% success. And what now that's not some arbitrary number because a lot of nutrition people will tell you 90% whole foods, 90, and they'll, they'll tell you this number 90%. But what does that mean, 90%? What is that based yeah. off of? 85% is if you ate three meals seven days a week, you get three meals. So you yeah. one day, you pick three meals out of the week. And if you do, you're pretty much going to be, you're not going to notice the difference in terms of um, you're going to stay in the pocket and you're, you're not going to hinder your, your performance or your health, in my yeah. opinion. And that's what a lot of experts say. So, so well, and you're up there with the experts of, I mean, you've studied this for years and kind of figured out how to maximize it. Um, in terms of like breaking it down, super simple so we can understand kind of the, the macros of a nutrition plan, Right. Yeah. There are there are three um, big things that we have to keep in mind. Right. Which are uh, fats, proteins and carbohydrates. Right. And I know you've wow. already done you've done you've got you've done some lectures about that, which I thought was super uh, kind of empowering is to kind of really understand what each one of those does for us. And, and they're all three super useful. We need to know when we 
use which part. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the, the beauty of looking at food in its components, which is fats, protein, and carbs, is that you can learn how to better mix them for the situation, right? Um, and then you also, le- you also learn how to select the best of each, right? So if we, if we look, look at food in terms of like hamburger, lasagna, you know, taco, just the name of the food, it doesn't really offer us the ability to move the, the levers, Right. right. And we want to move those levers and we want to maximize the levers that, to, to work for it. So, you know, if you just look at like, you know, the first one I always like to talk about is carbohydrates because they have kind of a, a bad rap right now. You know, the keto diet is huge, you know, right. everybody's keto, 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 right. And keto is all about eating a lot of fat and minimizing your carbs and your protein down and becoming a burning machine, which is, it's great for everybody. It's good for certain, it's good for of time for overweight people, but for an athlete, it's not going to work. An athlete has to have carbs, right? Right. But the prob- yeah, but the problem is, is that there's so much uh, sugar in all of the food that we eat. It's laced in everything we eat. And then also the fact that a lot of our food is processed now. We buy it packaged. Yeah. And, and so, you know, anytime you're eating processed food, it's already pre-digested. So you're going to, you're going to absorb it more and you're going to get more calories out of it. And it's going to hit you faster. Um, rather than like, you can imagine eating a piece of chicken breast and some broccoli and some potato, right? Like that's right. not going to convert as fast as even like, let's say a, a bowl of oatmeal, right? That's kind of been processed. Like the grain has been broken down, you know, and then right. even beyond that would be a frappuccino or, you know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. The, the but, Krispy Kreme down the street. Yeah. So I, I would like to, you know, I, I like to give the illustration of you have broccoli and you have yeah. a tablespoon of sugar. So really that head of broccoli, your body is going to get turned down for the most part. What is that table sugar? So it's all going to get broken down to glucose. The table sugar is half glucose and half something else, but fructose. But for the most part, it's head of broccoli is going to get broken down into to sugar, right? Glucose and glucose. So it doesn't matter what carb you eat in your body, it's going to get broken down. But that head of broccoli has so much fiber in it that it takes a while for your, your digestion to break it down. And so it's more complex, right? We've all heard of complex carbs. Right. And so that's going to give you more of a steady uh, flow of glucose rather than giving you like rocket fuel. So you don't find just table sugar in nature, right? So it takes, like over yeah. 20 feet of it takes over 20 feet of cane stock to make a tablespoon of cane sugar so that has to be super processed down by the time it gets to us exactly right so so what you want to do is uh, outside of your workout you know you really want to in your meals that's why everyone says stick the whole foods whole foods you know your vegetables and your like you know, your, your more of your rice and your, your sweet potatoes, potatoes for, are really good carbs. All, you know, vegetables are carbs, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. Vegetables are carbs, right? So even our, our you know, like grains can be, uh, can be good, you know, like that stuff is complex. But there is a need potentially for a simple sugar. Yeah. And when, when we need that, is immediately after practice because we store sugar all in our muscles. And when we work out, we're dumping that sugar into our system to be used. And so our muscles, the cells, are are hungry for glucose. And that broccoli isn't necessarily going to replenish that quickly. So a lot of times I always tell athletes, if you want something sweet or you want to eat something sweet, the window you can do it is two hours before, during, or after a workout because that's when your body is going to be dumping sugar into your system and it's going to be hungry to be refueled, right? Yeah. And so does that make sense? Yep. You know, and then the rest of your workouts, you know, or the, the meals, you really try to stick to more uh, complex stuff. And even if you're going to work out an hour, if you eat an hour before practice, you know, have complex carbs, but you can eat something sweet during practice. You can get away with that. You can get away with it like after you trained really hard. Yeah. Because what happens, this is the final piece of carbs. If you keep eating all of this really processed 
sugar, you're going to, the insulin, which is a carrier protein, latches onto that glucose and it takes it to the cell and it acts as a little loading dot and it delivers the glucose into the cell. If you keep doing that all day long, you're going to downregulate those receptors on the cell and you're not going to be accepting sugar anymore. So I give this example. If your buddy called you once a day, would you answer the phone? Uh, maybe once. Yeah. Yeah. I would answer it once okay. a day. If he called you every minute on the minute, every single day, would you answer every one of those phone calls? That might go to voicemail a little bit more often. <laughs> exactly. So you might check it and put it down. Exactly. So that's what your body's doing when you're overloading yeah. it with sugar is it's saying, Hey, we're not taking it anymore. And then what does the body do? It stores that as fat. Yeah. And that's why carbs have gotten a bad rap is because people, overweight you know they, they become what's called insulin resistant and if you do that over the course of 20 years you're going to become a diabetic and so yeah that's just that's how that disease happens you know and so that's that's the breakdown for carbs you know um do, do you have any questions on that anybody have any questions on that um i i know we're looking like uh drew had asked us a question about um building muscle and what kind of foods help build muscle. So that kind of, I think would lead us into the next step would be proteins, absolutely. right? Yep. Absolutely. So if you look at, if you look at like how does protein work? So everyone knows what protein is pretty much steak right. and poultry and fish and eggs. Um, dairy has some of in it. I mean, they're yogurt, you know, so if you take a steak, if you imagine a steak, it gets broken down. When it gets broken down into your digestion as what's called amino acids, those are like Legos together to make protein. So your body takes the steak, it digests it into amino acids, and then your body takes all those amino acids and it rebuilds them and makes your body, makes your muscles, it makes half of your bone, it makes your tendons, your ligaments, your hormones, your neurotransmitters, your blood, your skin, your organs, your hair, like it's, it's everything. And so yeah. I see a lot of gymnasts that come into the gym and they are not recovering and they're constantly sore. They feel beat up. They have injuries that won't, re they can't recover from. Um, and, and, and then a lot of times they get sick if they get pushed too hard. Well, amino acids also make up your immune system. They make up your white blood cells. They make up these things that fend off, you know, invaders. So those people, most of the time, I always put them on amino acids to all work very quick. And the way I do is you explain you have 20 amino acids. Eight of them are what are called essential. Right. The, the body cannot make those eight. So what you do is you take an amino acid supplement. And I actually brought it for this thing. This is called uh, the amino complex. Yeah. It's made by Thorne, top supplement company in the world. And, and that is just eight essential aminos in the right amount. You take that on an empty stomach right after practice. And what that does is it immediately starts the process of your body being able to recover and build uh, tissue and muscle tissue to recover and get stronger. And your body can, uh, you, you can make the other 12. Yeah. So if you give it to, if you give it to eight, before you've had dinner, you just immediately get done. Take two scoops of this on an empty stomach. Immediately, your body's going to be able to start recovering. And then the other beauty is that when you go home, you eat a meal with have protein at every meal. Yeah. You just can't recover. You, you have to do it every single meal. Um, when you go home and you eat your meal, you're going to get more amino acids from, let's say, the protein you eat. Now, the fact that you have more essentials in the body means that you're going to be able to make more protein from all those other pro that other protein that you ate. So it's a clever, really safe, amazing way to just up your recovery, help you heal from injuries, and really keep your body from getting sick when you train too hard. Um, it's just a magical supplement. And then yeah. the other, you know, I don't know if you have much experience with it, but, you know, I mean, the other, the, other, the other thing you can do is you can just use protein powder, too. And protein powder is a little bit closer to food. Yeah. Right? 
Well, the, so, tell me this too, because this is how I've understood it. Those, those uh, essential amino acids, or we'll get, um, like we'll see that as BCAAs or branch, branch complex amino acids, right? Well, BCAAs are three of them. So you have isoleucine, valine, and um, uh, uh, what's the big one? The big one is here. I'll just look it up right here. Uh, leucine and isoleucine and valine. Those are the three branch chains. That's what yeah. people were doing. Uh, it was real popular a couple of years ago, but... Um, the, we need all the, eight. We need all eight. That's what the study yeah. is showing. That, you know, because it's a rate-limiting factor. So if I am building a house and I have unlimited wood and unlimited bricks, but I, I only have a limited supply of nails and mortar, well, yeah. I can only build as many houses as <laughs> You're I only have. going so far. Right, and so that's what happens. Your body actually will turn those aminos into carbohydrate. Why carbohydrate and, and protein have the same calories, four calories per gram. But there's no calories if your body turns that into a piece of your body. Yeah. Only converts it. it and your body's very smart. It can convert things to other things that it needs. Yeah. But if missing the essentials, which you can only get from food, then you run the risk of not being able to build that house, which is that muscle, right? We need to build that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those, those amino acids help transport your, if you, your protein intake as well towards your muscles, towards everything else. Right. I mean, is that, that's something that's, it's kind of helping yeah, it, as a transport system. Well, well, what they do is they build all of the infrastructure. So your enzymes, and these transporters, you know, like you, I told you about insulin. Insulin is a protein. Yeah. That's what it is. You know, when you have cholesterol, which is delivering fat to parts of your body, it's, it's attached to the lipoprotein. When your body has to catalyze food into energy, it uses something called enzymes. They are these things that make one thing com- convert into something else. That's made of protein. So when you're lacking uh, aminos, especially athletes who are just, they're so beat up and their body prioritizes. It's going to prioritize your immune system and survival to that muscle. Look, right. you know, it's great that you build this muscle up and you're doing this gymnastics thing. I, I hear you, but I got to keep you alive. I've got to make other things happen. Priority number one. Priority number one. So, you know, the easy way to think of a of protein, just protein at every meal, good yep. lean protein, every single meal. Um, and then, if you're eating a meal that doesn't have protein, let's say you have a bowl of oatmeal with some bananas for breakfast, take some protein powder like whey or a brown rice uh, uh, and pea protein, with some milk and some ice and make a little protein shake with that. Now you've rounded out that meal. And then the essential aminos you always take on an empty stomach because you're prioritizing the essentials because those amino acids compete for digestive absorption. Right. So if you just if you just throw this in with a meal, they, they're not going to be, they're going to have to compete with all those other aminos that aren't necessarily essential. You're, yeah, you're diluting that digestion a little bit if you're, if you're just yeah. throwing it all in the pot at the same time. Yeah, so I always just say protein with every meal, if you round out your meal or with a, a protein shake or if, you, if for some reason you're about to go to workout and you need fuel and you haven't eaten, Take protein shake and add some carb and some fat to it so you get the energy. And yep. then after your workout, use something like this to start that recovery process. And you're good to go. That is all you'll ever need to know or do, in my opinion, besides picking high quality protein um, is, you know, you want to kind of avoid that hasn't been injected with antibiotics and hormones. Right. You know, uh, I think that was, I think that was going to be one of my, uh, Next questions. I know a couple of the people on the chat had asked the same thing. Um, in terms of a protein powder, do you have a suggestion between like there? There's all kinds, right? There's plant based. There's whey protein. There's casein proteins. So, what should we be looking for? Say for a like a right after workout. Obviously, our goal would be to eat as much natural whole food protein as we can because it has every all the other nutrients in it as well. But if we're running out of workout, like what would your suggestion be? I I, I like whey. It, it, it works. I mean, it really works. It does have a nice uh, amino acid profile. So it's a complete protein. Uh, And then I also like, if you, 
sometimes people with whey, they can be lactose intolerant, like dairy intolerant. They can kind of upset their stomach. So then, or if they're better, or like a plant-based eater, then they can switch to a, a, uh, a pea, but you want to round that out with brown rice so that it uh, is a complete protein. And again, I, 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 re- I just, I'm really partial to Thor in this company. Um, my, my, my website that I built is, I, 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 I really back these guys. They are the yeah. um, p- partnered with 12 national teams and, and they make, they do the highest level of purity and testing. Um, and anyone that goes to the website, we can talk about it later. I'm not trying to just, you know, necessarily plug it, but I'm very partial to them because it's clean and it's tested and it's pure. So you know what's on the bottle, what's in the bottle, and it's been certified safe for sports. So a, a person like a LeBron James getting paid millions of dollars to do basketball would never fail a drug test with something like this. And, and I like real legit stuff in my body. Right. I didn't learn right. all this stuff to just be willy-nilly with this, you know? And supplements can be a little sketchy sometimes because you have to really be able to read your your labels on those supplements because i mean a lot of times they'll put in like their proprietary blends which you don't really know what's going into that stuff exactly you, you want a company that has full transparency in what they're putting in it yeah uh, and you're right they hide things in what proprietary blends you you want um uh ones i mean look let's just let's just i'm just gonna say it the fda does not regulate the supplement industry so you can put in anything you want, right? And what happens is a lot of these companies that don't own their own machines, they end up um, contracting a manufacturer to do it. And that, those machines are being used to process a, a thousand other companies' supplements. And yeah. so there's residuals on that, those machines. You know, whereas Thorne, again, they own their own machines, they clean them, and they test each supplement four times for purity. So... I just, you know, for me, I, I, I like companies like that. They're not the only one in the world that's like that. There's other ones like uh, Pure Encapsulations is really good. And, um, but you want to be careful. And then the other thing you want to be careful for if you're taking like a multivitamin is that uh, you're not taking like synthetic forms that your body can't really use. Yeah. So there's a, the easiest one to look for if you have a multivitamin is look on the back of it where B9 is. Mm-hmm. And if it, that's, it should be folate. And, and more specifically, something called methyl tetrahydrofolate. If it says folic acid, then you know it's in synthetic form. And you know that everything else in that bottle is synthetic. It hasn't been developed by a team of researchers and doctors. And you can throw it in the garbage because there's a percentage of the population for folic acid to folate. And so you could be so trying to just- do all good. It, what happens is it accumulates into something called homocysteine, which is a marker for cardiovascular health and, and heart attack. So, you know, like it, it, it's one thing to like know what to take. It's another thing to hunt down the right source of it. And, and yeah. that's, you know, once you get those two, um, then you're, you're in the mix, you know. Yeah. So, so keep an eye out. That's that's a good thing to look for, too, because I mean, a lot of times you're just you're either putting stuff you don't want into your body or you're putting stuff that doesn't do anything for it anyway. Yeah, like you'll have like, a you know, this amino acid supplement we talked about. Well, every amino acid has, you know, you always know it's a, an amino acid because it says L, like L arginine. L, right? So, yeah, right. Right. Well, there's also an R form. But biologically, if you look at biochemistry, you're can't use the R form. Uh, there's a few, but yeah. in the essentials, you can't use it. So in the body, none of these R forms are, are, are made. But when, you, when companies make this, half of it is the R form and half of it's the L form. So you can just, half of your supplement is a waste of money. So you want a company that knows that kind of stuff and that's going to give you all of the L form. And that, that's something that not a lot of people know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. I, I didn't. I didn't know that I was should be looking for L versus R in terms of uh, a supplement. I I know I like. Well, they're the, not going to tell you. Yeah, they're not going to tell you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, they so want to put that on the front label. Hey, this this half. Yeah, this half not important, but we're putting it in anyway. It's sawdust. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the only other, I mean, the other thing we didn't talk about was fat, but yeah, fat, fat. You know, when you if you don't eat fried fat, I mean, try to avoid fried food because you know your body makes you your cells, every cell in your body, every organ, every muscle, everything it has is made up of cells, and that that membrane is made up of fat, and that membrane you want strong to keep things that don't belong. Uh, from being inside and things that belong inside from getting out. And also you want that cell membrane to be healthy because it has those receptors that are picking up all that information, right? That's carrying the sugar there, it's carrying the yep. hormones. That's how, that's how uh, your body uh, communicates through that, through those receptors. And so when you eat really bad fats, you have this brittle and weak and, and um, you know, voluted cell membrane that just doesn't communicate very well. But also it inflames your body because it doesn't bend like properly like a cell. And so it can't go through your capillaries and push through those capillaries that are only one cell thick and get blood to those elbows and those ankles and some of those uh, small joint areas. And so that's why I always recommend a good fish oil because, you know, we don't get enough omega-3s in our diet. Um, but no fried food. Uh, it's really good to supplement with a fish oil because it's an omega-3 and that's essential. And we're eating too many omega sixes, which is all and vegetable oils and all that stuff. It out, um, yeah. You know, and careful heating up your fats and really, you know, denature and causing them to oxidize and become inflammatory. Avocados are great. Olive oil is great because all you have to do is press the olive and it turns into oil. You know, you don't have to heat it. You don't got to do anything to it. Um, and so you need fats for energy and carbs for energy and protein. You want to think of as a building block that makes my body right. Yeah. Um, and Karen had asked, so we jump back to, uh, protein for just a little bit. Cause she was, she said her kids are always asking about how much protein should be intaking or coming in a day. Well, I, that's I, pretty know, variable, but there's at least, yeah. Yeah. And so there, there's, a, there's, there, if you look at every, uh, <clears throat> all the different organ, uh, nutrition organizations you know you have the international sports nutrition you have i mean you have all these different ones yeah. and you know roughly they're always about like for an athlete like 0.8 you know per uh pound of body weight but the easiest way to think of it is really is if you eat real whole foods your body will tell you how many chicken breasts can you honestly eat right right yeah and it scales down to kids too. How many eggs? How many uh, lean pieces of chicken breast? You know, uh, or, or meat? Can you honestly eat? Like a kid will eat. You know, we're designed to know this. You know, where we get into trouble is when we start eating fake engineered chemicals. Overdrives our appetite, and it's been processed so the nutrients. So our body's like, I'm still hungry. Nutrients. Yeah. So it keeps eating. But if you're, you know, you're eating whole foods, which we all, I think we all know what whole foods are. They're just minimal processed foods, you know. Um, your body's going to kind of tell you. And then when you're using, um, you know, something like an amino complex, I think uh, uh, two scoops immediately after practice is, is, is a great uh, way if you, to, to safely take it. Uh, you can give kids up to uh, 30 grams. Two scoops would be 10. So you, you can, I mean, like young kids, you can give up safely up to uh, 30, 30 grams. So you have a lot of headroom with this. If you're injured and you're recovering from like a massive injury, then you can updose this to two to three times a day. When I tore my Achilles, I was doing it three, uh, two scoops, three times a day. And that really helped repair. Like I had to, I had to reconnect and grow all that, that, that tendon. Yeah. So, Protein, usually every scoop across the board is always 20 grams. Right. If you're a small kid, if you're like in, you know, 10, 11, 12, you'll probably get away with half a scoop, you know, 10, 10 grams. If you're an adult, um, 20, um, and the science is even showing that 30, 30 grams, like, you know, if you have a 30 gram small petite, like filet or something like that, you are, you know, you're going to get 30 grams protein in that easy. So you right. push up to 30, I would cap each meal at 30 grams max. Um, whole foods, you just use your own diet, your own, your own, um, natural hunger, uh, satiating. And then for, uh, essential aminos, you know, two scoops after practice is safe for just about everyone. Uh, if you're injured, you can dose that like at different times of the day. 
Yeah. Does that answer the question? Hopefully that will. That was a lot. Uh, one one thing going into the whey protein, and tell me if I'm way off of kind of what I had heard in terms of the science is, uh, if you're using whey specifically, and we're talking like for our athletes, for gymnasts, um, the whey, the whey, whey, no pun intended, but the whey, whey protein uh, breaks down into your protein in your body uh, converts or pulls some calcium storage. So what, at least from what I have heard, you've got to be careful a little bit about that when you're younger in terms of just making sure that you're, you're not becoming calcium deficient. Any truth to yeah. that or am I off? Uh, uh, um, I, I haven't, I haven't seen any compelling research on that. I, I okay. think that the best way to manage calcium, I'm not saying that look, if you're eating whey protein, it's not even, a, you know, you don't want to do whey more than once a day. Like right. that, that's been, like historically, you know that that's kind of shown to be the best practice. Um, but the best don't go way, way overboard manage, is what you're saying. Don't go way overboard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the best way to manage now, everyone thinks, oh, oh you know, like uh, calcium. Let me just take calcium. And it, it, the thing is, you got to look at calcium for for uh, actual nutrients. You need vitamin D. You need magnesium. You need vitamin K2, and then calcium. So. Vitamin D is going to help you absorb calcium. Yeah. Vitamin K2 is going to deliver it to the bones. So vitamin D helps you absorb it, right? Vitamin K helps deliver it to the bones instead of depositing it in your joints or your arteries. And the magnesium and vitamin D kind of work together to help make them uh, both work. So magnesium is kind of a helper for everything. It's a really, magnesium is very important. It's just, and so I always like to say, make sure that, you know, you get your, uh, before you just start jamming your body with calcium, because calcium will make your muscles contract. And so a lot of people will get a lot of muscle cramping with calcium. The magnesium acts as your muscle. Those two balance each other. Every mineral has a balancing mineral. So zinc and copper, magnesium and calcium. So you don't want to just load up on calcium. You want to make sure you're getting vitamin D, vitamin K2, and magnesium. And what do most? Where do we get vitamin D primarily? Um, I think is, isn't that your kind of su- sunlight? Am I off on that one? No. You're, okay. You're absolutely, it's so important that your body makes it from the sun. But yeah. what did Jim? Yeah, they we're in in practice day. all, all and day. And they go to practice all day long, right? Yeah. So you get a lot of. I think a lot of stress fractures, I can't tell you how many girls come into the gym and they're vitamin D deficient. I go, I, I, oh, my doctor told me I'm vitamin D deficient. It's like, of course you are. You know, you're not taking anything for it and you're not getting out in the sun. You're just not going to get it from, from, from food. You're just not going to do it. And our ancestors, what did we do? We worked out in the field. I mean, like we, we haven't evolved long enough from our ancestors of, you know, however long, you know, I don't know, millions of years, you know. And so, right. Vitamin D, like I always recommend every, that's why I recommend in my program a multivitamin that, that, you know, will have all that in it. And then if you're going to a growth spurt and your bones are growing, so, you know, oh, I forgot the other thing you want to, you need with bone health is protein. Why? Because 40 to 50% of your bone is made up of a collagen matrix, which is protein. Yeah. So you got to think of this collagen matrix and then calcium is like spackled. And phosphorus is spackled onto it, and that's what hardens it, right? Yeah. So you need you, so not being protein deficient, which a lot of gymnasts are, not getting be, not being vitamin D deficient, which a lot of gymnasts are, not getting vitamin K two, which a lot of gymnasts are, and then not getting magnesium, which a lot of gymnasts are. same thing. Once you get taken care of, kind of typically um, you can get by without having to supplement calcium. If yeah. you're postmenopausal or you're grow, going through a massive growth spurt where your body is actually like building a lot of bone and laying down a lot of like bone, you know, fiber, uh, then then I recommend that you know at that point you know you can safely take calcium, but not at the expense of having those other ones because you don't want to again you don't want to just jam calcium into your body. Right. Yeah. It's all about keeping a maintaining a a good balance, and I think that for the most part comes from eating, making sure we're eating the right 
kind of food. I mean, the right whole food and keeping it balanced like that, not eating a lot of one thing or another thing. But the vitamin D sounds like something that that's like we can consider that as supplementation as well. Yeah, because you have to look at it. Each each nutrient doesn't work in isolation. It's orchestrated. Right. So you have you have the nutrient is basically helped by another nutrient, and then it's also assisted nutrient and then maybe that whole process was dependent on another nutrient and so really um you know i I like to basically provide what i call dietary insurance right like we all have insurance in our cars we have health insurance we have life insurance we have you know all this insurance right well you want dietary insurance and how do you get that you get that from a really good world-class high caliber multivitamin that's got the right nutrients in the right proportions and that's been developed by researchers and doctors and they're not synthetic and that's just going to bulletproof your diet because let's face it sometimes we eat really well and sometimes we eat garbage like that's just the way it is but on a daily basis you need to make sure that you're getting because look if you're an athlete you don't need the rda you need more than the rda in fact everyone needs more than the rda what is the rda designed for the recommended daily allowance yeah. It's designed to prevent you from having disease. The vitamin D recommendation is to prevent you from it. You know, it's not designed to make you optimal. It's not designed to help you endure 20 to 30 hours of work a week. Right. I mean, you're burning through so many nutrients and B vitamins and all these different nutrients that, you know, you're really just, uh, I, you know, the sport has evolved to such a competitive level that, you know, um, the same reason why I can be really athletic and go in the gym and, and do some stuff and show some kids some stuff on the equipment is because I do this stuff. And, and, and I, I think every gymnast should, should really uh, consider uh, a proper, safe, well-researched uh, you know, supplement program. Very basic, multivitamin and mineral, some fish oil, throw some essential aminos in there, and then you have some protein powder on hand. And then I also like to use something called Mariva 500, which is curcumin that's bound to like a fat to make it absorbable. It's a natural anti-inflammatory. So you're popping ibuprofen and, and, and Aleve and Noxiprose, uh, uh, yeah. all this anti-inflammatories, which are harm your gut. They cause gastrointestinal bleeding. They cause kidney disease uh, uh, or problems. They cause heart problems. And so we want to get off of those and get more like a plant-based natural version that's been around for thousands of years, you know, and, and more of a gentle everyday one you can take. It's got a lot of profound health benefits just besides inflammation. So, I mean, I'm kind of blazing through this. I hope, I hope people are keeping up, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I did warn them that a lot of them that you've got, (laughs) you're just like a, a fountain of information. And so that's the nice thing about this is that we can go back through it'll be up on youtube so as we go through you know they'll they you guys leave comments um and questions as, as and we'll get back to that kind of stuff um and talk about because we're kind of you know fats and carbs and teens um, and how that general affect our our optimal performance either in the gym or not um so you built a website that kind of helps optimize the supplemental and kind of all this stuff that we've talked about so where did you come uh like tell me about the website well i started i started helping some people in my gym and and um then i started getting parents coming up to me and then i started getting other athletes coming up to me and then and i finally just said well i you know i'm I obviously like talking about this stuff, but I was like, why am I explaining the same thing over and over? So I just said, I'm going to, I'm just going to build a a simple website. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden that launches you into like, I got to learn how to do web stuff. I got to learn how to do all, you know, this and that and shoot video. And, 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 um, fortunately I had a little bit of a, uh, some experience with that in the past, but I just built this website and um, it was just a fun sort of hobby and a way for me to kind of put my info out there. And it's pretty much ready to go. Um, there's, it's, it's, it's sort of in a beta version still. So some of yeah. the, some of the stuff, you know, I want to kind of clean up because, you know, we're all gymnasts, we're perfectionists, right? But yeah, exactly. it's we're always, you know, always refining. Yeah, you know, and so, but it, you know, if you go, it's at, um, I call it gymnast nutrition. If you go to www.gymnastnutrition, um, 
You can sign up there. Uh, you can learn about that on the sales page. You sign up and then you automatically get entered into my Thorn dispensary. I work with Thorn. Um, and uh, then I set you up, uh, at least right now during all this stuff, um, I'm giving everyone who signs up a 20% lifetime discount on Thorn's products. And if you wow. set them up on it's dude. It's, when I got this deal years ago, I was you know, so happy because I was like, this is amazing. And then order the stuff automatically. So you can say, well, I'm just going to reorder my multivitamin, my fish oil. You'll get an additional 10% off. So you get 30% and free shipping. Jeez. It's just, it's a no brainer. And so um, you can sign up at gymlessnutrition.com. If you have any technical problems, because again, it's kind of in a beta, you can email me at Steven with a PH. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N at gymnastnutrition.com and I'll help you through it. And maybe if you couldn't sign up or something, you get put into my system. I send you an email with all the recommendations and then the course walks you through uh, four steps and it takes you through picking out your perfect multivitamin, your perfect fish oil, and then your performance supplements, you know, and then ties it all together, shows you how to order it, shows you how to get an amazing discount. And then you are solid. Um, and, um, I, I, you know, everything I recommend I take on a daily basis. And uh, I think it's just, uh, I, I'm really happy to bring that because whole life in this, and I just believe every gym that should have the opposite potential. And I, I know from all this stuff that nutrition is a factor. And yeah. I'm a big believer, I'm a huge believer in the 1%. If you are 1% better every day, you are 37 times better and it, that the end of the year, Huge. if you, if you, if you took that and you did that over a course of 10 years, you break the Google spreadsheet. So it, it's, yeah. it's not that you get 37 times better every year. It gets 37 times and it's 243. Then it's starts growing. And this is how you become world-class. It's, you, yeah. you, it's all about the 1%, right? Yep. Uh, to, to relate to that, one of the things we're going to talk about in kind of a later episode, which is a, a, a new book that I'm reading for um, kind of uh, mental conditioning, is about the inch, about how the, the grind and the greatness isn't made from giant steps, it's inch. It's the difference between right. an inch to this direction or an inch to this direction um, That's is exactly huge. Right. That's your 1%. And, and, changing like you said at the beginning it doesn't have to be perfect all the time if you're running your nutrition right now if, if you're thinking about this at 30 percent and you bump that up to 40 you've already seen that improvement you've already seen the change and some of these supplements that might you might be missing um could take that one percent one percent better over the course of time or one inch change absolutely Absolutely. I mean, you just say all of a sudden you're not magnesium deficient. What does magnesium do? It helps you make protein and energy. Yeah. It assists all your B vitamins. So it's like, wait a second. That's exactly, I mean, isn't that what we're doing, working out? We're making uh, proteins and repairing and building muscle, and we're basically expending energy, you know? There's my two favorite books on this sort of topic about the, the, the little one is uh, The Compound Effect and then Atomic Habits. So those two books are a great read because – Look, if you decide you want to be a world-class athlete, an Olympian, a state champ, let's say you say, I want to, I want to be national champion this year. Yep. How do you do that? You do that by acting as if every single day. So you, you do the things that a national champion would do every single day. It yeah. isn't like, oh, if I just learned this one skill or if I hit this routine. No, no, no. I'm going to behave like a national champion in all the facets of my life. Right. Do I go to, do I, man, do I take care of my sleep or am I staying up all night on social media? Am I taking care of my nutrition? Do I, do I come into workouts with an intention? Am I really putting forth, you know, the, the effort? Am I overcoming my fear and really tackling those things that, that are getting the best of me? And it's the same with nutrition. You know, it's like, you don't, you don't become fit and lean and strong and have a ton of energy by, one, it's, it's by being able to connect with that value where you say, ah, no, I want this, this, you know, uh, I, I want these things in my life. Like I want energy. I want performance. I want health. I want longevity. I want vibrance. I want, I want to just, you know, and then I'm going to act as if everything that I do is going to be a part of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, that's, that's where, 
well said. That's inspirational. Now oh, I feel you. like I've I've got to go work out after that. Like I, I've got to get my one percent on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, and even like you know, quarantine has been challenging, right? Even like um, for for me, I mean, I work out practically every single day, and like I found myself kind of going like, uh, and I was like, uh, I don't care if I do if if it's one push up. I don't care if it's just you know whatever it is. So I just some tiny little small goals, and sudden realize like oh i love this you know yeah. it's just the start point you know it's like and you know so nutrition doesn't have to be that confusing if you just literally set the intention go through my course it will help you like it will get you 95 percent there and if you need the five percent support from me just reach out to me and uh i'm more than you know happy to to um you know kind of fill in the gaps and and uh but this stuff doesn't need to be that complex stick to some whole foods keep your sweets close to close to two hours before during or after workout stay away from fried foods you know as much as you can uh, within that 85 percent range um you know make sure you're getting protein with every meal um and then you know uh provide some dietary insurance uh for your 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 gymnastics goals with a good supplement protocol a base a good base that's been proven by research-backed supplements that have stood the test of time they got a lot of research behind them that's in doctors and research are recommending they're in, you know, trials all over the, the world, you know, clinical trials. Um, they're written up in, in all sorts of performance research and journals. And so why not leverage that? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Well, geez, Stephen, thank you for sharing um, your, your wealth of knowledge with us. I know it, it, uh, it was super useful for me. One more question. I know Karen had asked, what do you think about turmeric? Okay, so, so curcumin, the Mariva 500 I talked about, if you go to my site, you'll see me recommend Mariva 500. That's an Italian patent for something that is, is curcumin, which is the active ingredient of turmeric. So that's the actual part of turmeric that makes it anti-inflammatory. The problem is if you just go to Whole Foods and you buy a big bag of turmeric powder, no, yeah. I've been putting it in my, your body doesn't absorb it. It doesn't, your body will just flush it out. So Got, it's got to be bound to a fat. So you could increase the absorption of it by putting it with some fat. But if you can get it bound to a fat, like in a formula like Mariva 500, they've done it at like this, you know, like at such a small level. Um, that's yeah. when that compound really comes to life. And so, again, the devil's in the details, right? It's not just, you know, oh, I'm taking, I'm taking my B vitamins. Well, are they synthetic? You know, because those can be risky. You know, oh, I'm taking my turmeric. Well, you're not really absorbing it unless you're really bound, binding it with a fat, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. So we'll have to check. Yeah. So where did you say, where to, where do we check? Uh, where do we get the, the specific on that? What did you say the, uh, the company was called? Uh, that, well, the, the, the patent is called Mariva 500. Again, it's in okay. my supplement uh, website, gymnastnutrition.com. And gotcha. everything I recommend is made by Thorn. Thorn will basically be Mariva 500. Got it. Okay, so it's a Thorn. It's another uh, Thorn company as and well. So if we check out the website. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have, you know, joint pain and, you know, stuff like that, Mariva coupled with fish oil, that is a nice nice a one-two punch oh cool cool well man thank you so much i appreciate it it was fantastic i had a blast i like what you're doing i think this is uh i mean like you said at the beginning about you know the ingenuity of of all of how what everyone's doing and uh i mean we need we need more of this so thank you for doing what you're doing and and uh i had a good time thank you for letting me share spread the word on nutrition yeah, brother. Thank you. Well, we'll have to have you back on because I want more. We we didn't even touch on the too much of the ninja story and your your story because that's impactful. So um, we've got another episode down the line to have you back on just to share that part. Anytime, anytime you want, I'll, I'll, I'll chat with you. Cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so All right, much. Man. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, this was so awesome. Uh, so I hope that was useful for you. If you've got more questions, please 
Um, leave them in comments. We'll put this video up on YouTube forever as well, so you can check it out if um, if we went fast through anything, because I know that was a lot of information. Next Wednesday at 5.30, uh, my friend Ian Campbell's going to come on. We're going to do another coach's talk. Um, he's going to talk a little bit about some different ways of training while we're at home. Um, he's a, a big proponent and big into uh, CrossFit. So he's been using that in some interesting ways at home to kind of get creative with how we're doing training at home. So check it out. Um, I'm having so much fun. We're going to try and do this twice a week. So um, Wednesday at 30, we'll have Ian on. Come check that out. And uh, until then, well, guys, uh, we'll see you in the next one.